You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Avengers, Infinity War, Star Trek, Black Widow, John Wick 3, Deadpool 2, and Cher. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Simon! Good morning, Simon. Uh, morning, Jeff. How are you? That's how they pronounce Simon Perez in Israel. Oh, you know, it's not great. Simon Perez. I'm very, yeah. Uh, Simon Perez. I was going to say I'm uh, very big in right. Israel. Uh, Maybe. You're watching Meet the Movie Press. Yeah. Hey. I'm Jeff Snyder. You are back from Vegas. Uh, and with me, as always, his name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram at Showbiz Simon and my work all over the place. Um, I got a, got a seal of approval from Mel Brooks last night. Comedy that's, legend. Wow. That's a big deal. I said something rude. He tapped my face and thought I was very funny. What did he, you say? Can you reveal on this show? Yeah, he, I was working I was working for Reuters last night um, at the opening of the TCM Festival. And he came up and he went, Reuters, I always called you Reuters. I said, you can call me motherfucker. You're Mel Brooks. <laughs> and he went, hey, you're funny. I like you. Ah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, great. So uh, I don't suggest you go up to Mel Brooks in the street, though, and just say motherfucker, because that probably won't go quite as well. Okay. I that won't. was a rude opening to the show. How was Vegas? Uh, did you bury that body? It you know what it went it was great Good. I had a great time yeah uh, I missed a couple of presentations what? which I'm not proud of but I wasn't there I wasn't covering it so you know it was a bit of a vacation for me I hit the pool this time I never made time for the pool mm. before at CinemaCon you got a bit of a, a bit of a tan so I I guess you've been I working look on your beautiful right now mm, I wouldn't say I mean, that I mean well I, I wouldn't say that but you haven't seen me in my full glory thank God yeah jeez uh, there's only one woman who has to see that everything's tan mm. folks. Oh, um, yeah, so I, 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 I went to CinemaCon. We're going to yeah. talk about all those movies, but I have to talk about... We have to talk about Infinity War. Yeah. Because they did show that to us uh, at CinemaCon in Vegas. <sighs> you made it, because apparently they changed some timings, and some people were like, I gotta be in the WB presentation! Well, it, no, it's, it's true. They, it, things started really late, and you know, they, it was just was not... Very well organized, mm-hmm. um, I have to say, and uh, yeah, I, I was worried that we were going to miss WB, but fortunately, we we got back in time. Good, good. Rick and th- Scott! And thank you to Fandango for paying for the cab. Um, so, Infinity War, what did you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I'll be honest with you. Um, no, I had a, it, there's a, there was a, you get a lot of a movie for your money. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Um, Ex- I except you may be getting a lot of movie. You're also getting half a movie. Well, which is the problem. Uh, I think they would have been better served making it one movie and having it a little bit longer than it was because I think on its own, I found it a little bit flabby in places. When it was good, it was great, and when it wasn't great, it was good. Um, and so I felt it was a little bit inconsistent, but um, there, lots of it, I love the humour was great. Some of the action scenes are absolutely spectacular. Um, and I like the story and I really like Thanos. But to me, I think they would have been just better having one big 
Infinity War movie. Let me tell you something. I'm not someone who, who's here to shit on other people's opinions, but if someone tells you that they love this movie and it's the most epic movie ever made and it's just the greatest superhero movie ever, discount this person's opinion for the rest of your fucking life. I had this discussion okay? this morning. The, uh, this discussion who this morning. in the, like, are we looking for different things? I mean, everybody's trying to get something different out of movies, obviously. Yeah. This movie is half a film with an ending yeah. that is completely ridiculous that is going to be com- totally negated as soon as the next movie opens. Yeah. I felt it was like a betrayal. I thought this movie was a scam, a phony. I, I don't I don't get what Marvel is doing over there. This is why movies don't have 64 movie stars in them. They're not designed to, to, to I mean it was just so preposterous. I think you're being unfair, um, a little bit extreme, but I you am. are absolutely in I am. I'm playing opinion. it up for the cameras. I, was no. it the worst movie I've ever seen? No. no. This is not like Batman vs. Superman. This is not like Suicide Squad. It was not a bad movie. No, it certainly it's not a bad but movie. But when, when you see the reactions coming out of the premiere, people are like Dude, people, crying. People always it's lose embarrassing. their shit. It is a little it's embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing that these are the people who Marvel invites to its premieres. Who, who like? It's just like, what? They're just fucking fanboys. All of them. All of our colleagues are just disgusting. Not these fanboys. Are you shitting me? No, but you do. You do get this, and this isn't just with things like Marvel movies. This is with a lot of blockbusters. People, people do overreact to these things. It's like seeing their first tit. You know, it's like ah, oh, choirs of angels, sunbeams coming down, and it's just like you have these pockets of characters that are just like separate. You know, like they have their story, and then they mm. have their story, and then they have their story, and then somehow. They don't even like meet up necessarily in the end. Like, well, it's funny because I I did I had a really funny interaction. Um, I was doing the junket for um, I was producing the junket for for E last weekend, and with so many of the actors that we were talking to, literally ha- hadn't worked together on the film, and that you kind of expect that might happen. But there was a moment, and I spoke to to, to Dave about this on the carpet on Monday. Uh, Dave Batista was leaving our floor in the hotel, and coming out of the lift was Tom Hiddleston. Dave had never met Tom before. <laughs> so Dave fanboyed over Tom. Hi, Tom. I'm Dave. And he, I was like, uh, I think Dave Bautista just fanboyed. And Tom was a bit taken aback. Oh, hi. Good. He's like, I'm in the movie. Tom's like, I, I, I know. He's like, oh, okay. And it's just like, th- there are so many people that, who, that never, they never cross each other's paths. They don't, it, 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 tonally, going back to the film, it wasn't there for me. It was it was a little bit all over the place. Oh yeah, um, I, there there's some jokes that work. I like some of the humor, some of the but then they overdo really it, good. and, yeah. and it's, there's just bits that just go on endlessly. The movie is two and a half hours long. Mm. These movies do not need to be that long. No. I, that is like they they think that the running time helps them create this epic feel, and it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's just basic writing. It all comes down to writing. And these Marvel movies are just not well written. I would, put me in the story that, room with them, and I will help them with their problems. You see, I would kind of, I would kind of agree, but not entirely with that, because I think some of the things that are, some things in it are very well written. The humor is really, really good. Also, some of that humor is not written 
it is stuff that comes Improvise, directly right. from the guys, so Chris and Dave and, and Chris. They're all they're doing a lot of this stuff together, and they just do it on set, and they kind of they're vibing. They find what works, yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, I think some of the, the comedy stuff is a really strong part of this. There's not too much, but it kind of there's a lot of it in the beginning, and then there's not a huge amount in towards the end, and it just seems a little bit like, oh, okay, you've totally shifted the movie a bit. This is now not sitting. T- together quite right that said i did really enjoy the movie and i came out going i really want to see the next one now but i think they should have either done a shorter one for this and then done the other one or jammed them both together and done a tighter slightly long film i really like thanos that was I, great I, I will give it credit for yeah. that i thought josh brolin was really good he, hmm. he didn't he wasn't too over the top he was yep. kind of restrained um marvel has I think he's the best Marvel villain. I think he is better than Killmonger. Although, like, the the plot, it's like... Okay, so he's trying to get these stones, and then if he gets these stones, he can snap, and half the population dies. How? How does this... How do the stones work? How does the snap affect somebody who's halfway around the world? And that person just... Boom. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. The, the mechanics of the universe. Uh, there was just so it was just so repetitive. There's so many beams of light and portals and the glowing doodads and oh my god, it was nonsense. In fact, the glowing doodads were one of my favorite bands of the last 25 yeah. years. It's just um, it's just not for me, and and it's just, it's sad sure. because. You know, before uh, the movie, they had shown, you know, it was the Disney presentation, mm. and they showed Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a, a, an extended trailer or footage or whatever, and it looks great. It does. And there's just something about Ant-Man that speaks to me. There's a certain creativity to the action scenes. That, my favorite that, Marvel There's movie. a certain inventiveness. It's like, you're, uh, Infinity War can't touch Ant-Man, no, I or I imagine its sequel. I don't know why that is. For me, I mean, I didn't, I didn't find Infinity War to be as strong as Black Panther uh, on any oh, level. Oh God! Or engaging no, I mean, action. This is a step backwards, yeah. big time. Well, I think it was kind of it. Just, I think I was not a massive fan of Age of Ultron. I, I, I didn't. I know a lot of people again. They lost their shit over it. They thought it was amazing. I, I didn't. Age of who lost their shit over Age I know, of Ultron? I know a lot what of people bad... who say that's in like their, their oh, top God. three Marvel movies. But oh, I didn't. God. I didn't like that. Um, but no, I mean, this. There was a lot about it. what I re- what I liked about it. I really liked. And then there were other things. I was like, I wasn't the ending for me. I know a lot of people are very excited about the ending. I didn't like the ending. I that left me of this movie. You're of this about. movie, yes. of Infinity War. I felt deflated. Oh. I got what was happening, and there are no spoilers here, but I got what was happening, but I was just like, I don't... When you see who they chose for this fate, if you will, it's obviously nonsense. Mm. Uh, They're not killing off characters X, Y, and Z. They're Mm. they're just not doing it. So what the fuck am I watching? (laughs) Uh yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I, I'm sorry guys. Just adjust your expectations for this movie. It is is it, is it the worst Avengers movie? No, I, it's not. I mean, it's not in my it's it's not in my top five. But no, 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 there no, are no. ones that no, I dislike. No, no, no. I said Avengers. Oh, Avengers. Uh, I I preferred this to Ultron. I don't know if I did. I think yeah. For me, I mean, I just didn't Ultron. I really I didn't know. go I, for. I, I, I there was just something about this. It just it really pulled back the curtain on how uninteresting some of these characters mm. are. 
like I said when I saw Black Panther, Black Panther is the worst part of Black Panther to me. King T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman. I thought he got completely overshadowed in his own movie. And he's completely overshadowed here. He doesn't stand out at all. He makes no impact. Uh, I, I, yeah. And, and there's a lot of those characters in here, it, just, just like that. What's with Mark Ruffalo, who's in the whole movie, and he's only the Hulk, the Hulk for like 20 seconds? What is that? Yeah. Um, I also, I, I, did I miss Ant-Man? No, no, you didn't. Okay, he's fine. not in it. I, I love that he perplexed. escapes this this right, this okay. mess of a film. Yeah. But um, one thing I did love about this movie was uh, there's a scene where, and we know, you know, Vision and that are in, in, in they're off together, um, Vision and the Scarlet Witch. They're in Edinburgh. This is not a spoiler. And there's a sign in the window that says, we'll deep fry your kebab. That did make me chuckle because it sounded slightly rude. Hey, baby, you want me to deep fry your kebab? I don't know. I just, okay. I, I, I am not. Now, Z- he's not a Russo brothers guy. I'm, I'm, I really don't think I am. We would. I mean, I, I, I like a lot of their stuff, but this has no. just not done it for me. Um, now, uh, Zeno is saying uh, movies are going back to the fanboys crying. Movies are subjective. If you were crying or fanboy over it, then they fanboy. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just think there, there are people who are, who just their opinion of it is. Hardly, it's hardwired, predetermined. It's over this the is top, ju- exactly. This is not just for Marvel. This is for many, many a franchises. Lot of comic movies, a lot of, yes. a lot of comic movies, a lot of things. Star Wars, uh, Harry Potter, so many franchises. A lot of people are hardwired in to automatically say a film is like, you know, trouser burstingly, stupendously amazing, and it's not. I mean, I was, I literally had the conversation with someone here earlier um, about the fact that I watched the the the, the trailer, the TV advert spot. And all the descriptions of what this movie was was like, oh my god, Marvel raises the bar, it's best movie. And I'm just like, it's a lot of this. It's a lot of the the the, the regular people who are doing this. It's, the same names are cropping up, and who can't. And we discussed this on the show previously. Not every movie can be like the greatest movie ever. The maze they raise the bar. The blah 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 blah. blah. It's it's Just, fine to like this movie. Yeah, I don't take don't don't get my my rant here. Don't take that the wrong way. No, I can see how people enjoy this movie and like it. I can see how people don't enjoy the movie. But to love this movie, there is something wrong with you if you love this movie. Mm. Sorry, and that's pretty much all I have to say. Okay, uh, we've just been accused of some spoilers. No, what we not nothing we've said is a spoiler. <laughs> nothing we have people revealed is die. a spoiler. That's it. We knew that Holy going in. Holy shit. We didn't name names. It's not a spoiler. So. You know what? Anyone complaining about spoilers, never watch a show again. That, I'm, I'm going to retitle the show fucking spoilers. <laughs> Do not tune into this show if you're worried about spoilers because I don't give a fuck. $39 million worth of people saw this film last night and they're ready to talk about it today and that's what we're fucking doing here. So turn off the fucking live stream and watch it on Sunday after you've had a chance to see the movie. Next. That is the alternative thing. When you mentioned box office, um, so Thursday previews took $39 million. The weekend is looking at 225 to $245 million, maybe $250. Um, the, it's going to be the widest release for a Disney movie ever. It's in 4,474 theatres. Um, 
if it does go over the 245 million opening weekend, that means that it's going to beat Force Awakens, which was 248. So it is looking pretty close to that. Um, only five uh, films um, have ever gone past the $200 million debut um, as well. So that would be quite interesting to watch this weekend. Um, I predict that it will not beat Star Wars. I I don't think it'll beat Star Wars. I think it'll be in the two thirty to two forty. Movie's going to make a lot of fucking money. Yeah, um, as comparing it to other um, uh, Avengers uh, movies, the uh, highest movie opening for Avengers series was uh, the original Avengers, which is two hundred seven point four million. Ultron was one hundred ninety one million. Um, so you know it'll be interesting to see kind of where this lines up. Uh, Black Panther, obviously, most recent comparison that was two hundred and two million, and that was that was really quite spectacular. But I think this is going to be around the two two thirty five two forty five. So it's going to take the top spot in the box office this weekend with let's say around say two thirty to be there in the middle. Um, Quiet Place is going to be in second, looking to take an extra ten point two. Uh, Rampage is nine million. Uh, then I Feel Pretty eight point nine, and then you get down to Super Trooper two, uh, which is five point nine million. So basically, everyone else is steering clear of uh, of avengers infinity um war this weekend i don't know what what is the next big release that comes out i know overboard is Dead, out next Deadpool week Deadpool and solo yeah it's so that's like three weeks time yeah something like yeah, that yeah cool okay cool okay so let's talk about uh, CinemaCon. all right man holy shit well what do you what do you want to talk about because do you want me to just like run through yeah, everything you were I there. Saw? Run, run through everything that you saw all right guys oh my god glass I think it looks awesome. Cool. This is the sequel to Unbreakable and Split, and it turns out that Sarah Paulson is playing like a shrink who has all three of them locked up. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, Sam Jackson, James McAvoy. Yep. She's like, you guys actually think that you're superheroes and supervillains. And Sam Jackson's like, bitch, I'm going to show you. <laughs> does he actually say that? No, he does not. Okay. And <laughs> uh, and he teams up. You know, there, there, There's an implication of a team up with him and McAvoy. And yeah, I'm just so pumped for this. I fucking lo- like. You're, you're telling me that Avengers is the best superhero movie in a universe where the movie Unbreakable exists is nonsense. Uh, I love Unbreakable. I liked Split. Split was okay, but I'm really excited to see what M Night Shyamalan does here. Are you? Uh, yeah, I am. I mean, I I've rewatched Unbreakable a number of times um, over the last sort of uh, ten it's whatever so years. I first time I saw it, I didn't like it. Um, one of those growers. One of those huh? growers. Um, and I, I, I watched it again a couple of times after going, okay, well, maybe. Miss. But no, I, I do genuinely really like it. It's now actually one of my favorite M. Night movies. Um, and I, I really like Split. And I really want to see what he's doing with this. It's one of the reasons I kind of steered away from a lot of, I know, obviously, some of the stuff from Comic Con is going to appear online soon. Um, I'm going to try and avoid that because that is one film I want to go to knowing and have seen as, as little, little as, as possible. possible. Um, Halloween, I thought it looked great. Really, really creepy. A lot of buzz for that. Yep, that that went over very well. And mm. that could have gone either way, I feel like. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. It definitely feels like it's Jamie Lee Curtis's movie. Um, Overlord they showed, which they said is not a Cloverfield movie. But? But we are getting a, pr- a proper Cloverfield sequel, mm. is what J.J. Abrams said. And he said it's going to be in theaters, and he said it's going to be very soon. Do you believe him on the Overlord? thing uh i don't know because i'm not gonna call jj a liar but he's certainly changed his 
facts sure, but, on but stuff previously. As easy as, as they can make a movie and yeah. then make it into a Cloverfield movie, like they sort of did with The Cellar, which was uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. It was originally yeah. The Cellar. Um, as easy as they can make something a Cloverfield movie, they cannot make something a Cloverfield movie. Mm. And it's possible that after this debacle, this utter debacle, with the, which is easily the worst movie I've seen this year, is the Cloverfield film on Netflix. Maybe they just stripped the Cloverfield elements out of this. I don't know. But they, I, I like, rating-wise, mm. it's not of a piece with the others at all. So okay. I don't know why you would have a Cloverfield franchise and then suddenly there's a movie that half the audience can't go see. It, this is it's insanely over the top, nuts, uh, very violent. Uh, it chapter two, they, they tease me. The Nun, a quiet, you know, they talked about the success of A Quiet Place and Get Out. Obviously, half of CinemaCon is sort of beating the drum for everything that you have coming up, but also uh, hi, you know, hyping up your past successes. Yeah. So it's just interesting to me how horror has really become a central part of a lot of these studios' presentations. Although it wasn't for Universal, there was no mention of the Dark Universe. It's so funny. A year. You know, later, just uh, like there's they're, everything's about the dark universe, and they're so pumped. It has its own fucking logo, <laughs> and it's like not not even mentioned. Dark universe is the bing of the movie right. industry. Uh, okay, Mission Impossible. They, yeah, you know that, that was a, a kind of long rambling presentation because you know with Tom Cruise and Chris McQuarrie, mm. but the movie I think it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm a huge fan of the Mission Impossible franchise. It may even be my favorite franchise, which is really weird to think about. Mm. Uh but man, the the shit that he does in this movie, they have him, you know, jumping out of a out of a, of a plane, but the camera operator has to jump first so that he's like sh- falling backwards and shooting up at Tom. It was very very cool. Jurassic World, they showed us an opening sequence. It looked awesome. I'm really excited for Jurassic World. I think it looks a lot better than the first film. Mm-hmm. It looks bigger and better. Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. Yes. That had a lot of buzz. Yeah. That looked great. I think this is going to be a big movie. Lady Gaga looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, who knows? It could could even be an awards contender. I, I was going to say, from what I know about that movie and the orbit around it, that is something they... He's very much. He's on been the screening for it for you know people like Sean yeah. Penn. A lot of people have come out uh, and said it, it's actually really good. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers. I also, do know people who've seen it and they've spoken very highly. Yeah, about it. I, I, very the highly. music looks really good. Uh, sounds really good. Uh, they showed the gambling scene from Solo, where Han meets mm. Lando. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. Um, Mowgli, I thought looked really good. I don't know what the audience is like for this movie uh, in the wake of the Jungle Book. Yeah, uh, it, it looks a lot darker. Than the Disney movie, and it's really about Mowgli rather than it's 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 kind of a it's a different it, it's a story that focuses on it's Mowgli just like in you know a like in the way. Jungle Book like I feel like you know the the animals sort of like take him under their wing and he's mm. Mowgli and and here they like test him they're like dude you want to fucking hang with us like let's see you prove it um it's uh it's a kid from Bad Words remember that Jason Bateman movie I do Rohan Chan yeah, yeah yeah he he's he's all grown up um I, I I thought it just looked really impressive this is uh from Andy Circus as well yeah Bumblebee looked good yeah 
I thought a lot it, of people were surprised by the fact that it looked that, like it had yeah. a lot of heart. Travis Knight, I think, was a great choice for a director. Uh, you know, he has the, the family film background with the Leica he stuff. He does, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of family films, Instant Family mm-hmm. with Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. I thought that that was just going to be like a stupid comedy, you know, like a daddy's home kind of. Look at these crazy foster kids wreaking havoc on this couple's lives. Waka, waka. It looks a lot deeper than that. It looks like an Apatow movie. It looks like there's some some, some actual stuff going on in that. Uh, Night School, I thought, looked really good. They showed more of that with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy Erased, that that one made me cry. Uh, that's the one where uh, Lucas Hedges comes out to his parents, and, yep. and you know they sent want to send him to like a conversion therapy place run by Joel Edgerton. Uh, Black Klansman, Spike Lee's movie, looked a yep. bit more comedic than I was anticipating. I don't know what you know. I think I had that pegged as, as a best picture. Con- uh, I kind of thought contender. that was going to be more of a s- serious. It's in can. Um, okay. I mean, it is. I'm sure it is serious, and we did find out Topher Grace is playing David Duke, the head of the KKK. Uh, but I don't know. It didn't strike me as an, as a as, as an awards contender. Um, we saw on the basis of sex uh, mm-hmm. clips from that with Felicity Jones as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yep. White boy Rick with Mike, with Matthew McConaughey. That movie looked awesome. I mean, that's why you see uh, Yan Demange's uh, name. In, in the James Bond contention or, you know, before uh, Danny Boyle got involved. Interesting. Um, Girl in the Spider's Web. Yep. Looked really good. They That looked super fucked up. Uh, oh, you know what was hilarious? Wreck-It Ralph 2. They had a great scene with all the Disney princesses and Sarah Silverman's character. Okay. And it was very tongue-in-cheek and self-referential. You do see a cameo from C-3PO in that one. Uh at the end of Sony's presentation, Tarantino came out with DiCaprio mm-hmm. to plug Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They had a cool little animated uh, intro for it. Um, you know, not, nothing has been shot yet. The movie still isn't sure, fully sure. cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, it was just cool to see those guys up there. Uh, Favreau brought not necessarily footage from The Lion King, but mm-hmm. footage of what he hopes The Lion King will look like. And it looked... Did he just bring a DVD of The Lion King? Yeah, basically. Yeah, cool. It, it, it looked yeah. pretty good. I thought The Rock Skyscraper looks like a lot of fun. What, what do you think of that one? Are you excited for that? I am. I mean, it, yes, it's a... Of, of the two rock movies that are out very, very soon, obviously Rampage is now out, um, sort of the, this this part of the year. Actually, Skyscraper is the one that I was looking most forward to. Dude. Um, uh, yeah, I this mean, is, I, I, I... This is the best part of summer. It's not these fucking comic book movies, okay? It's these awesome, badass action movies that I used to see when I was a kid before I went off to summer camp, whether it was The Rock or Speed or The Professional or whatever it was. You cannot... There's nothing like a big summer action movie. I love, you know, it was funny with The Rock being like, this is, I'm really proud of this. This is an original story, guys. Like, this is a shameless ripoff of Die Hard meets the the Towering Inferno. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) However, I think it looks awesome. Towering hard. Um, Things that looked iffy. Yeah. Aladdin. Okay. I'm a little worried about Aladdin. Okay. Some of the cultural, you're going to, I think there's going to be a lot written about that stuff. The racial stuff, the cultural appropriation, whatever the fuck it is. Will Smith as the genie. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the genie was meant to be a live action character. I don't know. He looks a little ridiculous. He's dressed up in drag. He has like a crazy like hair thing. He's, uh, he, okay. he looks like he's fully going for it and having fun and being Will Smith again. But at the same time... I don't know about that one. Mortal Engines is another one that looks big. This is a big movie Mm. from producer Peter Jackson. There's no cast in it. 
Hugo Weaving's the only actor I recognized. I feel like you need actors to launch a movie like this, especially if it's going to be a franchise. You know, the whole cities on wheels fighting each other. We'll see how that one goes over. Uh, Aquaman, we saw footage yeah, let's from. let's talk about that. There was a lot of previs in the presentation. Okay. The, I mean... James Wan clearly did not want to be there. He did not want to have to show his hand this early. Right. I can't say I blame him. I, I just, I'm just, assuming you would want it to wait until Comic Con. Just right? in writing down like a CinemaCon and then all the things that I saw, Aquaman is like the 20th movie on the list. It's a fucking afterthought because the presentation just really wasn't that good. And I don't know why James Wan doesn't have the the power to push back at this point against Warner Brothers and say no, I'm not. I'm not bringing shit. Which is seemingly what Zemeckis did for Universal this year with the Marwin Call film. Yeah. Uh, starring Steve Carell. I'm pretty sure that they could have had stuff to show for that. I've seen some stuff of like the dolls. You, do you know what Marwin Call is about? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some of the dolls and it, they're amazing. Wait until you guys see these fucking things. Um, but Zemeckis, it seems like, was just like, no, I'm Bob Zemeckis and I'm not ready and I'm not going. <laughs> Uh, Although, I, yeah, no, I see what you, I see what you're saying, but I, I'm thinking that Bob Zemeckis and James Wan, are... but right, but James, you know, James Wan is. I'm not saying James Wan is a legend like Bob Zemeckis, but he has a lot of power as a filmmaker. He does, He's got and a, he has big fucking movies under his belt. He's made a, that studio a lot of money. Yeah, you'd think that he could push back, um, but ultimately, yeah, that yes, he could. But also, Warner Brothers can just go. We're Warner Brothers, motherfucker. And just, just take it anyway. Obviously, uh, we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp stuff, Venom. Yeah. Um, and I thought Venom looked cool. He, yeah. I saw he, he was getting a lot of shit online for the design at the end with the tongue comes out. Someone said he looks, looks like, like he's, he's eating, eating a dick. dick. <laughs> that was Elizabeth Banks, I think, actually, online. Okay. Well, then, like, then it's all right. Fed, fed I, I'm sure the studio appreciated their Charlie's Angels director saying that. Uh, the animated Spider-Man movie looks really good, and mm. I think uh, Jake Johnson is going to be voicing the mentor. To, to Miles Morales. Excellent. That's what I heard, at least. Uh, one movie that, again, we, uh, we haven't talked about yet. First Man. Mm-hmm. They showed us the first footage from First Man. That looks like a major awards contender with Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong. Uh, we saw, you know, a bit of The Grinch. We saw some stuff from Dumbo, although Disney's keeping the, the elephant flying under wraps. Okay. Uh, Holmes and Watson with uh, with Will Ferrell and yes. John C. Riley, Which they did test screenings on, like, almost a year ago now. Yeah. I, it's tough. Those period comedy is tough for me. Yeah. They were doing test screenings for Skyscraper in LA this um, I missed the Fox presentation, which I'm bummed about, because yeah. I heard it was really good. Uh, but that had bad times at El Royale, The Predator, Bohemian Rhapsody, which went over really well. There was a Deadpool chorus line. Amazon had a lunch yesterday that I missed. That had You never miss a lunch. I know. <laughs> Dude, you must have <laughs> just been. Just tell me if there's a you, free DVD so it there. must have been important if you missed a lunch. What were you doing? I want to get out of there. I was like, I'm not covering this for anybody. So I'll, I'll live if I don't see the clip from Suspiria. Uh, although that clearly, uh, you know, rocked, rocked the joint. Yeah. Uh, and also footage from Beautiful Boy. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, th- that was it. I think one of the highlights was Universal's presentation. They had Cher come out for Mamma Mia 2. Mm-hmm. And she sang Fernando, which is my favorite ABBA song. So are we going to Mamma Mia 2, you and me? Yes. I actually really like the first one. Simon, if you think there's a fucking chance in hell that I'm seeing this movie, you're wrong. Buy your lunch. <laughs> no. Nothing. I bet you no, see no, it. Literally, I bet you see it. Meryl Streep could invite me as her plus one to the premiere, and I'd be like, Meryl, there's not, there's no way. No way. No. 
Uh, there's a Quiet Place sequel in development. There is. Give me some. Give me some titles, Simon. Hey, what would you call this movie? How, how fortuitous! I've actually got a couple here. Um, a Quieter Place. Another Quiet Place. Uh huh. Too Quiet. Too Quiet. Two places. Yeah, and uh, a Quiet Two Place. So the the it's the T is a two. Paramount, if you want them, come and get them. Get them while they're hot. Hmm. I'll have to think on that. I'll have to marinate it. Paramount also uh, promised that World War Z and Coming to America sequels are on the horizon. Are they? Oh are they really? Oh, boy. I don't know. Um, right. We talked about the Chlorophyll yeah. sequel. Uh, okay. Here, here was one movie that, that, they were, that they were hyping. Sonic the Hedgehog. I think I forget if it was Sony or Paramount or something, but um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Who would you like to to hear voice Sonic the Hedgehog? Who sounds like a Sonic the Hedgehog? No one. I don't want them to make this movie. I have so little interest in Sonic the Hedgehog. If I had, a, I wasn't a I, Sonic guy. I don't see what the story is. He's a fast there hedgehog. Is no story. I have I, okay. I have friends who are screenwriters who've literally gone into to meetings at studios, and they've been just given a list of properties, and they're like write something around that yeah it board games cartoon characters computer games and they do it because they gotta I eat don't like agent pikachu or whatever the hell that's called i don't care no. about this that's, i don't give a us. shit about angry birds too i don't any of that He's i'm the, just that's kid stuff no well it's yeah but it yeah i i know i don't care who voices sonic the hedgehog Fair enough. Um, Eddie Murphy. Speaking of animation voices, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Doing his first animated See, movie this in I'm more interested The Secret in. Life of Pets 2. I didn't really yeah. love The Secret Life of Pets. I enjoyed though. it. I didn't love it. I really enjoyed it, though. Uh, what kind of dog do you imagine, or pet, I suppose, do you see Harrison Ford voicing? I think it's going to be something really un-Harrison Fordy, like a chihuahua, like a, like a handbag-style dog, or something like that. I just want the dog to have an earring. That's definitely going to happen. Um, there's going to be some Star Wars jokes in there, like, you know, who pooped first, or there'll be a dog called Greedo or something, or, oh, there's my Chewie. There'll be some Star Wars reference in there's there. There's some really, uh, you know, they, they showed a, tra- a new trailer for Life of the Party, the Melissa McCarthy movie uh, at yeah, CinemaCon. I, I saw that this week. Oh, did you? Oh, I, I thought the Harrison Ford line was really funny, mm. where Matt Walsh is wearing an earring. That, um, line, that line was very funny. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I think I, I picked up on what you were throwing right, down there. Yeah. Uh, also, Tiffany Haddish is going to be in Secret Life of Pets too. I'm she's a little, everywhere, man. I, I was gonna, I'm a little bit worried that she's becoming the female rock by the fact that she never. Well, sleeps. yes, this is definitely a, a woman and and her representatives who are taking advantage of the moment and um, they are doing everything that they are offered. Yeah, I, I'm actually talking to her on Sunday, so I'm actually going to ask her when she actually had a night's sleep. Um, she she might as well have had her, her own fucking permanent chair installed on stage at CinemaCon. She was there for <laughs> like every studio's everything. presentation. Also and you know what? She was hilarious. Uh, Louis C.K. is out, by the way, of uh, Secret Life of Pets. No, really? No surprise there. Wait, really? Mm. And Pat, is that confirmed? Yeah, and Patton Oswalt is going to be replacing. Wow. Yeah. I did not see yeah, that story. Doing it. Where did that break? Uh, uh, well, one of the places I saw it was uh, Slash Film this week. Interesting. I mean, not entirely surprising. It's, it's you know, oddly enough, I have Patton Oswalt on my list of things to talk about. Did you see that? I like, didn't. That, no. that, you know, that basically, uh, you know, his ex, his, his late wife, yeah. Michelle McNamara, she wrote this true crime book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. That is right. About the search for the Golden State Killer. And they caught him. 
They caught him this week. HBO has optioned that book. It's going to be like a docu-series. Uh, I'm sure Patton will be involved somehow. Um, I just thought that was such a great story. Like mm. this this woman's, you know, her her dying work, the thing that she leaves behind uh, that was, you know, just about finish or whatever. Yeah. Um, helps fucking put a, a, an ex-cop behind bars. You turned out to be an ex-cop. Yeah. That's going to be a really interesting project. Um Lots more to discuss, and we're running out of show. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, a lot this week. Let's talk about all these female directors. Um, Star Trek Four. Yep. Let's start with that. S.J. Clarkson, okay. who directed uh, the pilot for uh, Jessica Jones, right? Yep. And, uh, and the Defenders. Yep. She is the Star Trek franchise's first female director. Absolutely. And can I just Give say... Give us... Yeah. Go take it away. A lot of people that ran this story, and bearing in mind this is the first female director for the franchise... I saw so many sites who, when they were using that story, the picture they used to illustrate it was Chris Hemsworth. I'm like, guys, you have pictures of her. It's about her getting the director job. Come on. Use a picture of her. That's fair. I also understand, you know, they want to put up a movie because nobody knows who who she is. I know, but if you like... You want to put up a a, a picture of a movie star. But I just think if you're doing a story about S.J. Clarkson... (laughs) then you should put a picture of S.J. Clarkson in the story. You know, I, I that just is think that's totally fair. fair. Um, yeah, so, so, I, so she cr- is the first female director uh, of the franchise. And a lot of people were tweeting about this this week and saying, hey, Star Wars, your move, because there has been a lot of talk about the fact that there hasn't been a female director in the Star Wars franchise. Interesting that it's Star Trek that are deciding that they're going to have her to do it. Um. Yeah, no, I, I mean, so. listen, th- th- this edict came from the top down at uh, at Paramount, and that was, uh, you know, reported by Justin Kroll over at Variety, our pal, who broke, very the, good. Who broke this story. It's very good. Um, listen, I think this is a good hire. I think that she's ready to take the leap to these kinds of big movies. Yeah. That said, is, is, is that the hook? That that he, come see the new Star Trek movie directed by a woman? I don't, I don't th- think so. Th- I mean, this franchise is dead. This franchise is dead. This franchise whiffed big time last time. It was a huge financial loser. I just don't think Chris Hemsworth can come in and save it. I don't know if that's what they're banking on. I I don't understand it. They should blow the whole thing up right now. Um, Keep in mind, they already have to recast Chekhov. You know, because of Anton Yelkin. Yep. I just don't know why this movie gets made. Like, everyone's salary goes up. Now you're paying a Hemsworth salary. How do you make money on this? How do you make money on this movie? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know is the answer. I mean, I know we differ in our opinions on, on the Star Trek movies. I actually really like them. I mean, I've watched Into Darkness, you know, a, a couple of times since it came out, and I, yeah, that's grown on me, but I don't love it. I still did enjoy Star Trek Beyond. I, I did enjoy it. I know we disagree on that, and I know it was a massive flop. That's undeniable. Um, but I, I really like the original Star Trek movie, and I think if they go back like to the, doing... I like the Star If Trek. they go back to kind of that formula, I think this one could be... A, a you know a potential success. Um, I don't think the fact that they've got a woman directing it, S.J. Clarkson. Um, I don't think that will be the seller, and I don't think that will necessarily sell tickets. I'm very interested to see what a a woman can do to bring to this franchise, which is a very testosterone franchise. Even though it was obviously Star Trek was you know, just like put women in prominent positions. You know, so the other news that that sort of came out of this is that 
You know, the Tarantino movie yeah. is also being de- developed simultaneously. And, and, I wasn't Jim, and, that, and Jim G yeah. mentioned uh, that they are developing two yeah. Star Trek movies. Um, the, the Tarantino movie is being developed separately from the Chris Pine world. Yeah. And it'll be its own thing as a, as a reboot. Why do we need another Chris Pine movie? I know that Wonder World, uh, Wonder Wonder World, Wonder Woman has bumped his stock up in Hollywood, but why not just give S.J. Clarkson the Tarantino script to direct? He's not directing it. Mm. Anyone who thinks that is literally fucking delusional. So why not just give S.J. Clarkson Quentin's idea to work with from the Mark L. Smith script? I don't know. I don't. And, and, I don't and have know. her I mean, and have her do the essentially reboot the franchise. I'm only guessing because I I can and this is a massive assumption on my part. I'm assuming that obviously because that that Tarantino script isn't done and they need to move forward with it in a window. Obviously cast availability, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and I'm assuming they have a script either in place or soon to be in place. Is it from McKay and uh, whoever did the third film? Was, I, off the top was, of my head, I can't remember. Okay. But I think it's just a case of those pieces are in place in that jigsaw and they need to move forward with it in a window. And I think if they're going to wait the Tarantino script and it's not even really need near being ready they can't afford to do that and that is why they're probably looking at having this other one I mean with the, with that other don't... one that is not part of the main Star Trek movies mm-hmm. I'm kind of and again this is a massive assumption I'm thinking that they might do it in uh, next gen style or pick up on something else within the Star Trek universe yeah I mean, and I do that rather that than stuff. doing know. you know Chris Pine thing but I just um, I don't know how you turn a profit if you're a studio, that is your job. It is not to continue a franchise, mm. not to hang on to rights. It is to make money, and I don't see how that franchise makes money. People people said that about Fast and Furious, though, after Tokyo Drift. I'm, I'm not saying that we're going to hey, see true. another thing like that's that. That's true. If they can find a way to Fast and Furious this fucking franchise, go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's maybe what I, I'm looking I, at. I, do, I think that the success of that franchise is driven by minority audiences who have negative interest in Star in Star Trek, which is just the whitest franchise ever. <laughs> That's pretty white. Um, right. uh, let's talk about, uh, go back to Marvel for a second, talk about Black Widow. Yep. So, uh, you know, as part of the reporting of, I don't even fucking remember what story it was. It's uh, been a busy week. Uh, yeah, you there was a, 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 you know, Kroll said, Kroll took to Twitter and said, that this is not a short list. They're meeting dozens of women. These are just five names who have floated to the surface, but those are Ama Asante, mm-hmm. Chloe Zhao, uh, Angela Robinson, uh, Denise Gamze, Egruven, and Maggie Betts. Mm. So this is embarrassing. I haven't seen any of their films. Really? I did not see Novitiate. I did not see Mustang. I did not see... Professor Marston and the Wonder Women did not see the writer, although I almost saw it last week, and I did not see Belle. So that's what these five women are known for. Mm. Some of them may have done, you know, earlier films, but that is sort of their their calling cards now. Those five films, I haven't seen any of them. If I had to put money on one of them, I think it would be Chloe Zhao. Okay, I, I think that. There's a lot of buzz on her right now. I think that the writer of all those films, Belle, you know, like I said, Bell, Professor Marston, the writer, Mustang, Novitiate, I think that the writer is the most acclaimed. Um, I think that there's, from what I understand of the writer, there's certain storytelling elements to it that would, um, I don't know, again, I don't, I don't know what they have in mind for a Black Widow thing. I think it's a prequel, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, of that of those five, do you have a favorite? I don't. I mean, I've seen. I have seen a couple of those movies. Belle, I really enjoyed. Uh, okay. I haven't seen uh, Master and the Wonder Woman. Did you see the um, writer? 
I haven't seen the rider. I'm must must anger novitiate. I'm I'm desperate. I'm trying to see the rider, and I cannot get a response to emails. Um, well, it's out now. It's in theaters. That's why. Hey, I'll just go right fine. No, because um, I was emailing weeks ago about it, and I was like, I got nothing. I almost did a a lean on Pete the rider doubleheader at the landmark. Ooh, just do horse day. Nice. I still need to see that Joaquin Phoenix movie that's out at the moment. It's completely passed me by. Um, yeah, out, out of those, I honestly don't know, to be honest with you, but I did enjoy Belle. Is there anybody else who you would like to see take the reins of a Black Widow movie? It's it's so funny because I feel like there's nothing really in any of these films that, that suggests that these women... You know, j- 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 if I have the have the black like have have anything in their skill set that that it takes if I'm to really do a black honest, widow. I'm but... just not excited about a black widow movie. Me, me neither. Uh, and that's nothing against the fact. Oh, it's a female superhero no. movie. No, it's just that uh, from for how the character has been drawn today, I just don't I don't have any in- investiture. I, in I think I think she's super boring. And I just I, but, but like, I think like there's black widow there, in, the, in Avengers so Infinity far. War. She was so fucking boring, right? This used to be a super exciting character. And, you know, Scarlet would come on, yeah. the black leather and all this. It's like, she's so boring. I, but I think there are a number of characters, and it, it was always going to happen, that when, when there are so many characters, and this right. has been a previous problem with not just Marvel, but also other movies, superhero movies, when you have so many characters in there, yep. like two villains or yep. whatever, someone gets underserved, and there are just a lot of characters. <laughs> in Avengers, that it's un- everybody. There's a lot, so many that Spider-Man are Spider-Man was boring. I... I actually like Spider-Man. I, I did enjoy what they did with Spidey. Uh, let's have a look Step at a couple backwards. of other things this week. Um, a chicken Run uh, chicken, chicken Run 2, um, Aardman Animation, yeah. uh, on the uh, sequels that are missing the boat. Uh, it was The first Chicken Run was, was very successful. Yeah, who is this for? I don't know. All those Chicken I, fan, Run fans that have know. grown up into teenagers now? Yeah, well, more, older than teenagers. They've probably got kids. I think I saw Chicken Run. I don't think I liked it. I'm not a huge Aardman guy mm. outside of the Wallace and Gromit man stuff. didn't really resonate. Yeah, uh, so this seems like a can announcement, like an international sales play. Good luck to them. I'm not I'm not psyched by that. Um, Halle Berry's apparently being eyed for a John Wick 2 role. Uh, the, the John three, yes. John Wick, yeah, John Wick Sorry, this was something uh, on the hashtag leads. show, and I, um, I actually asked about this when I still had a job a couple weeks ago. Okay, and I was told that she wasn't in negotiations at, at that time, uh, although she could be by now. Right. So you know, I, I don't know whether she's doing it or not. But that is certainly we'll what see. I had also heard several weeks ago. Uh, Stephen King's The Long Walk is now in development at New Line. Frank Darabont had those rights for a while. Uh, they've now passed on to others. So Do you know what be that's about? I don't. I, it's, not, it's not one of his things that I've read. Jamie Vanderbilt is writing the script. This is one that King wrote under the Richard Bachman alias, right? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Uh, Deadpool 2, um, apparently, you obviously know how difficult these tracking things can be. It's looking at uh, maybe $150 million for its opening weekend, which means Seems that Good to me. Be, yeah, I think it could do that. I mean, the, the previous one was 132 million, so that's an increase, but it's not insane. It's not unreasonable, so we'll see how that comes out. Uh, David Copperfield casting was expanded this week. Tilda Swinton and Hugh Laurie have joined. Um, obviously, Dev Patel is already on board with that. And some, Hugh, Hugh Laurie does not do it for me on the big screen. I'm uh, not going to lie. No, I, sometimes he doesn't, sometimes he doesn't TV, for me. TV actor. Um, now, Movie Pass um, is, is removing the uh, one movie per day. 
um, offer. I that saw it has. that. Yeah, and I almost signed up for a couple of weeks, so now I'm kind of bummed I didn't. Well, but, I mean, it's kind of it's obviously the deal that you're getting now is going to be a bit different. It's going to be four movies a month, which, to be honest with you, is fine. I have movie. Yeah, pass. it's like I'll how- be very lucky if I get to to, to use it twice right. a month, but it's still good value for that. Mm-hmm. But I can see a lot of people who are kind of pissed who will go like multiple times in a week. Yep. Um, that that they will you know they'll be they'll be a little chagrin about that. Um, that is quite a drop off from you know one a day to, to four movies a month so I think a lot of people are going to be a little bit pissed with that and also Annapurna Pictures is going to release we touched on Leica earlier um, talking about Travis uh, Leica's new film uh, voice cast for that is going to include Hugh Jackman Zoe Saldana and Zach Galifianakis so I have an inside track on that movie that I cannot say anything about oh. um, but I think from what I know about the movie and that voice cast pretty yeah i'm pretty pretty sweet on this one so cool i do like like his movies so speaking of annapurna they're teaming up with plan b to do a spotlight-esque movie about the harvey weinstein investigation mm-hmm. man it is this thing is just it's crazy it's it's almost it's like a little frustrating for me because like again guys i was looking into the weinstein stuff three or four years ago mm-hmm. at the rap couldn't get anywhere because it's hard to get women to open up to you. I'm, I'm a man. I don't write for an outlet like I wasn't writing for an outlet like the New York Times. Um, man, this could this, this movie could be about could be about me. Could have been about me. If only I could have gotten an editor. It could have been about you. Help. Um, this project. What do you think? Seems a little too soon. I think it's a little bit too soon, and I think unless. My concern with it is the fact that unless there's any, and I've said this before about the whole Weinstein thing, unless there's any resolution, it it hangs there, and there isn't a resolution, there isn't a conclusion. It's just like creepy guy. Maybe he'll wind up things. in jail if the way Cosby Maybe. got got uh, yeah hit yesterday. Yeah, he took that well. Here's here's what, um, here's what's troubling to me about yeah. this. It it feels like a cash grab. It fe- there was no mention, and maybe maybe this news leaked out. You know, and, and they were scrambling to cover their ass. Maybe they had a, a different plan for this announcement. There's no mention of any percentage of the profits or proceeds going to the victims. Mm-hmm. So these victims who are getting the shaft in the Weinstein bankruptcy, they're not getting anything. They're going to see Megan Ellison, billionaire Megan Ellison, making money yeah. off their pain and suffering. What should have happened in this announcement, and this is why you should hire me as a fucking publicist or, or a consultant or whatever, is that a percentage of these proceeds or profits should be going to the victims or to the Time's Up Defense Fund. I agree. Or to a journalism center or school or I program agree. to train, you know, to, to, to get resources to train the next generation of, uh, of journalists to find the next story that is waiting out there. The fact that it didn't mention that... This leaves a bad taste in my mouth. This movie, I don't like it. I, I, I no. I mean, for, for me, I hundred percent agree with that point. But for me, it's really about it, there. There is no ending. There is not a. It's not like an unsolved crime. That kind of movie. It still you know goes I mean? on. It's always I'm, listen. It's always going to yeah. go on. This is fucking Hollywood, and people who don't realize that are naive. Yeah. There will always be, always. Sorry. There will always be young men and young women who are willing to use their bodies yep. to get cast in movies. That's, I'm not saying that that's what happened here. Yep. I'm just saying there are people who prey on, on, on those people, and there 100%. are people who, who, 
not necessarily allow themselves to be preyed upon, but are, are game in that, uh, are, mm-hmm. are complicit in that quid pro quo. And I, I, again, I, I mean, yeah, in the Hollywood industry, but there are a lot of other industries as well where that is also prevalent. So not just in entertainment, but no, I 100% agree. And while there are people that will do that, there are people that will do that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, They're not good people. A little bit of bits and bombs. Uh, yeah, we'll close the show on that. Okay. Um, okay so Sam Rockwell yep. uh, joining Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi's movie. I had that. Held that for weeks. Thanks for the heads up. Sam Rockwell's team. I could have freelanced that to somebody. Anthony Mackie has joined the cast of Miss Bala. That was announced at CinemaCon. Yep. I had that as well. Thank you very much. Uh, if you'd like to buy any of these scoops that I'm sitting on, and I still have a few left, you please contact me. Uh, Sony's making a movie about Halsey, the singer. It's supposed to be like 8 Mile. Do you know who the Halsey is? I do know who Halsey is. No. And I have zero interest in seeing a film. Can about you name her. one of her songs? No, I cannot. Well, I don't... I've seen her perform them. You know, all... this is never going to happen. Good luck with this. All these movies, Jesse Holly, all these development stories that are inspirational stories and, and people who rise from nothing. It's like 1% get made. 1%. Everybody, that's what everybody's story there is. There are a, there are. Halsey's no Eminem. There are a, well, there are a million. Everybody's just. There are a million people I would rather see a movie about that are. It's so easy. I would rather see like an, uh, an Ariana Grande or a Lady Gaga or a, oh Jesus, the list is, is long. Halsey's not on that list for me. No offense Jesus. to Halsey and Halsey fans. But I, yeah. Nah. So, Sony, you, you come to me, I'll tell you my life story. You, you get a much better bit movie than the Halsey movie. Um, Wendy McClendon Covey joining What Men Want, uh, which had a very awkward presentation at CinemaCon with Taraji P. Henson. She didn't even talk about the movie. It, it was very, very weird, but I do love Wendy. Can I, she's on the can I just say a lot of the women from, from Hidden Figures, the roles since Hidden Figures, Hollywood isn't treating them right. They're not. You're right. Yeah, like, where is Janelle Monae's big breakout role? Like, why didn't she get fucking Men in Black over Tessa Thompson? Well, Taraji is just, she's had a couple of movies out, and it's... Well, right, Proud Mary. Proud Mary, which was like, and Tyler Perry, which did okay at the box office. That was well, and people did like that movie. But what's happened? These women are popular, and not just with black audiences, and not just women. They're all very good actresses. What they're not being served, be Could be a hit. Yeah, Uh, you know. Depending on what, if Janelle it's well Monet, Give Janelle Monet more stuff. Got about five minutes left in the show. Uh, Armando Iannucci announced mm. his next movie. It's called In Too Deep. Mm-hmm. I saw that last night. Uh, Jude Law and Carrie Coon starring in Sean Durkin's The Nest. Yep. Interesting pairing there. Carrie Coon obviously in Avengers Infinity War this weekend. Uh, a couple of same-sex uh, stories going on. Clea Duvall. Clea Duvall's directing a same-sex rom-com for TriStar called yeah. Happiest Season. Meanwhile, Amber Heard has joined Elizabeth Moss in Her Smell. Uh, good to be, you know, after Love, Simon, I think it's, you know, there's a real... Uh, I think that was a marketplace I mean, for that. I mean, not just as a film itself. It was, you know, sort of, you know, hit a, a couple of landmarks and really set some some benchmarks in Hollywood. I think that really was kind of a litmus test to see how people would react to to that. And we've seen it sort of it kind of creeping in these stories from not just art movies, but mainstream yeah, it's not like movies. I've never seen you know a, a yeah. gay romance no, movie absolutely. or anything. But they're typically pretty small. Um, and maybe so one of these now I think Hollywood is being a little bit more relaxed with making these and putting them out there. So Dan, Dan Friedkin directing this movie, Liar. Bird starring Guy Pierce and Vicky Creeps. This one was a weird announcement. Dan Dan Freakin, you know, a well known financier. It just reeked of like a rich guy mm. using his money to to direct a movie. Uh, 
I don't know. Um, didn't didn't sit well with me. Sebastian Maniscalco, the comedian, who I think is very funny. He's yep. uh, getting his own uh, star vehicle at Lionsgate, a comedy over there. Sony has hi- signed a development deal with Steph Curry, yep. which isn't a bad play. I don't know that Steph Curry is as marketable or as you know nearly as big as LeBron or something like that. But yep. you know, Warner Brothers has LeBron. War- the Warriors are the best team in the NBA right mm-hmm. now. Not a bad play for Sony to, to put some chips on Steph Curry. Amy Adams uh, starring in The Woman in the Window. Yep. Uh, that's a Joe Wright movie over at Fox 2000. I just feel like Amy Adams is gunning for that Oscar. She's got a bunch of nominations. She hasn't won yet. She's she like, has Susan Lucci the Oscars at this point. Like a ginger Meryl Streep. She wants that, that Oscar, and Joe Wright just directed Gary Oldman to one. Um, maybe, maybe she'll get it as Lynn Cheney, you know, in the Adam McKay movie. She's supposed to be very good in that. The real Lynn Cheney. Um, yep. Uh, there was a movie that I uh, I didn't mention for CinemaCon. It's called Luck. It's an animated movie. I think Paramount's doing, and it is about the the forces behind good luck and bad luck, which could actually be a really interesting that movie. Could be fun if you think about you know every time you chalk something up to luck, is it actually you know some, some uh, force? The coolest title award of the week. You see that the big? Have you seen Big Bad Wolves? Uh, yes, I have the Israeli movie uh, Kashalis and Papushado directing a movie called Gunpowder Milkshake. What a fucking title. They just got two words and put those together. I Googled love that. Uh, Can I just say, with the good luck and bad luck, I think the tagline for that film should be, bearing in mind the synopsis, should be, what the luck? Question mark. What the luck. Interesting. Just saying. We'll get you a job in marketing. That, that's available. That'll do it for me. I have one last thing. Is there anything else on your list? Uh, can I just say, we, we found out this week that uh, uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che are yeah, going to be hosting. Good pairing. Yeah, fantastic. Hollywood, when are you going to give them a buddy movie? They are funny. Well, Colin, he Give got, he got one with Leslie Jones. I, think I know, but I want those better. guys together. My, Michael Come should be on. in that movie. Let's do it. Uh, w- w- you know, we're gonna end the show on a sad note. R.I.P. Vern Troyer, Mini Me. Yeah, uh, almost v- forgot about. Yeah, that. It, it, it was sad. Uh, so again, Mike Myers, if you end up doing another Austin Powers movie, we have a Mini Me right here. Simon Thompson could yeah. take over the role of Mini Me. Yeah. Uh, that is true. Vern when Troyer, I'm not busy you're doing my uh, Jason Statham right. lookalikey engagements around he, Los Angeles, he yeah. um, I listen. I, I love that second Austin Powers movie. Vern Troyer made me laugh a lot as Mini Me. He's he's wonderful. And uh, yeah, I've got it. Nailed it. It's a, it t- t- tough loss. What happened to that guy? Yeah, really nice guy though. I've met mm-hmm. him a couple of times over the years. Really, really nice guy. Yeah. So very I, sad. Uh, is that it? You good? I'm done. I'm spent. Guys, go see Infinity War because I, I want to hear whether you agree with me and yep. think it was ridiculous or if you actually loved it. I don't think it was ridiculous. I just think it was amazing. Do you need to lie down? You seem pretty tense. What did you, you think of the post credit scene? I, uh, that was without, actually, without saying I, what it I is. I really liked it. I really liked it. I liked it too. Especially where Batman turned up. Oh, spoiler! See you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.